now I am back. This is one more thing, and I'm trying to figure out how to do this again. I don't even know what episode this is. It's probably like 12 or 13. I should probably look it up. I wonder how fast I could do that. Welcome back. This is one more thing, like I said. And it is December 11th. 12-11. We're exactly two weeks, two weeks away from Christmas, which means that the house looks like Christmas. It smells like Christmas. It's an absolutely beautiful day outside where we have beautiful weather, clear sky, not a rain cloud in the sky at all. It's just gorgeous. And following actually having some nice rain. I, As I'm getting older, I think I'm actually appreciating the rain more and more and more, mostly because California needs as much rain as we can possibly get. And uh, now that we're getting to the point where these drought issues are not the significant factor that are that is a problem. Now it's, you know, the fires and, and how the fires are affecting us. Every bit of rain is enjoyable. But how amazing is it the day after it rains and it's clear outside and how beautiful it is? Those are the things that you appreciate even more, uh, I think, the older you get. And you definitely appreciate them when you're younger, but there's something different when you're in your 30s looking around and you can tell that life is just that much better because it's clear air and you know you go on your run and it doesn't feel like you're you know smoking a full pack of cigarettes while you're actually running which is the way it felt like for about two or three weeks here in the bay area and in california because most of california had record uh fire impact and it was just so weird to have that as a component of essentially thanksgiving um but in the course of the last couple of weeks me and my wife have gone out and decided we were going to see a number of movies and uh one of the movies we saw recently we actually went to the rafael and saw a documentary called free solo which i highly recommend um me and my wife every year we create our little christmas card and on the christmas card we put a little movie list. We stole this idea from a friend of ours. And on the movie list, we score all the movies. And, um, you know, for the most part, me and Steph are relatively similar when it comes to what we think of most of the movies we see. Unless, of course, Stephanie is tired and then she will take or she will opt out and sleep during the movie. So she'll put slept and then I'll score the movie like normal. And most of the time when that happens, it's usually a movie that I like because it has to do with character development and all those kind of interesting things. And so the movie we saw recently, Free Solo, is a documentary about a guy who is uh, climbing El Capitan in Yosemite uh, with no ropes, of course, free soloing it. And the whole movie is the film crew is coming and figuring out where they're going to be. And, you know, they're all roped in and doing the whole thing. And you know, he's obviously got to train by going to different places, but also train the actual slope that he's taking and all the different passages that he has to go through. The, the intense detail he has to put to create this event is worth the watch. But then actually seeing, and, and I'm not really spoiling it because the end of, or the very like first scene in the movie is him getting to the top of the mountain. So you know what happens, you know, clearly. But it's still amazing when you see it 
There's nothing that can take away from that achievement of scaling a 3,000 foot rock that in many parts are like, you know, slippery as glass or um, the intensity is heightened every time you get, you know, deeper and deeper into that movie. And so um, as an as a former athlete and someone who still appreciates athletic achievements, this is one of those athletic achievements that I think um, could go down, in my opinion, as one of the greatest uh, athletic achievements I've ever seen um, or witnessed. And, you know, his ability to and what I really liked about the documentary is they kind of they put him in a CAT scan. They looked at his brain and, you know, different functions and things. And apparently the the fear center of his brain is just clearly almost non-existent. It's like the things that generally scare a normal human, he uh, is immune to in a way. And what I think is interesting about that from at least a sports perspective, at least mine, is that I, I think that the best athletes in any of their sport have that quality where the things that generally scare other people, the things that really challenge other people, they don't challenge the great ones the same way. They have to do something even greater to get that same sense of challenge and anxiety and the butterflies to get them really going, to get them really engaged. They have to feel like they're challenged in a way that really no other human can be challenged. And what I think is really uh, interesting, and I've been watching the Warriors still as much as I can. Um, and what I think is really cool about this season is that it's harder for them. And part of the reason it's harder is because uh, of injury. And each of these guys, you know, the, Steph being hurt, um, Draymond being hurt, and having Clay and Kevin Durant essentially having to do all of the work while these other guys are hurt. I think it actually has heightened the enjoyment for me as a fan to see how lucky we are, first of all, as Bay Area fans, to see a team that is absolutely dominant in its heyday and enjoy it when it's right, but then also see the struggle when it's wrong. Um, And what I found in my last couple of uh, viewings of the Warriors, and then, of course, last night when the, the whole squad was back together, you know, minus Boogie, which we really haven't seen in a Warriors jersey yet anyway. Um, but the the big four were there. And how good they are when they're together and how good they are because of each other. And um, I think they actually, all of them, you could tell that there was a heightened enjoyment just to be on that floor together again. It was like the first uh, 10, or, 10 or 15 minutes broadcast-wise, probably in-game minutes, four or five minutes, where they were dominant again. And... You could tell that it, it, they needed to go through the struggle to appreciate what they had and appreciate what, you know, what they're able to do together when they are together. And, um, you know, as a fan, I'm excited to see what's coming for, coming next. But anyway, this movie, um, uh, Free Solo, I highly recommend seeing. I had a couple of people recommend it to me earlier. I was like, ah, sure, I'll see it. It's at the Rafael. Sure, documentary is cool. Um, and then I saw it and uh, realized that I was missing out for not having seen it uh, beforehand. But um, I'm sure at some point it'll go to Netflix pretty soon or, or Amazon or if you get a chance to go to the Rafael if you live in Marin or are coming back for the holidays and it's still in there. It is an absolute um, 
it, it's kind of heart wrenching at times and it's very anxiety driven at times. Um, but the spectacle that is Yosemite is part of uh, kind of the amount of impressiveness that you get from the achievement he's doing and, and the beauty that is in it as well. Um, so we're in the middle of the holiday season and, and uh, for me, the holidays uh, bring back such incredible memories as a kid. Uh, I remember getting together with my extended family and uh, me and my cousins would always make our special dessert concoctions where we would find you know, Sprite and mix it with ice cream and do all sorts of crazy and ridiculous flavors together. And, um, you know, while everybody else was enjoying turkey and uh, whatever else was on the Thanksgiving table or uh, holiday table, Christmas table. And um, I, I, as a parent, looking back as a child, I was trying to figure out, well, what, what types of things matter during the holiday season like at the end of the day not just you know hey presents yeah presents um i actually found out in my own just recap of my life i couldn't remember a lot of the presents i got for different holidays i know that in the moment you're so in wrapped up in what you know what is it that i want what is it that i can enjoy from this time to that time and whatnot and as a parent you're like yeah well, i want to make sure i get my kids what i want um, or what they want, and I know they they are going to be happy, et cetera, et cetera. The nice thing about being a parent right now, quite honestly, is that um, when you have small children, everyone wants to get them things. So you're you're pretty much like, okay, maybe we should just get them one thing, maybe, and let the other people get them things because otherwise they're just going to have way too much. And quite honestly, they already have way too much these kids. But um, what I think is awesome is. Uh, Colton currently is really into Star Wars Legos. He's never seen a Star Wars movie in his life. He has only sort of seen like a Star Wars cartoon, like a Rogue One cartoon or something, but has never seen Star Wars. But he's he loves the Legos. He thinks they're amazing. He wants, uh, as he calls it, a Dark Vader Lego set. And he needs Yoda for Christmas. And so that's what he wants. But looking back... At my own Christmases and my own holidays, I, I think that the thing I remember most is just the fellowship with the people that I enjoy being around and respect and love. And that's what I remember. E- even at the time, I remember there were times where I, I didn't feel like hanging out. I didn't feel like doing it. But at the end of the day, it was absolutely worth it. And it gave me, looking back, it gives me perspective today that I'm hopeful that, you know, my kids in the process of holiday seasons and whatnot really are able to enjoy what is the good stuff about holidays and realizing that it's an opportunity to stop and enjoy each other's company and understand that these are things that you will remember uh, about holidays. And, you know, I, I remember the smells I remember the the house that we always came to, which I'm currently living in. And I uh, enjoy today putting on uh, holiday get-togethers and and opening our house to as many people as we can, uh, family-wise and just and and friends, and um, bringing them in because I feel like those are the things that uh, at the end of the day that matter. 
And so looking forward and, and what I'm, and the other thing I remember is I remember always sitting down and, and being able to enjoy uh, a football game with my grandpa and my uncle and my cousins or um, a basketball game. And just the, the smell of like cinnamon and uh, I don't know what are, eggnog. I hated eggnog. Eggnog for me was just like almost repulsive when I was a kid. But the smell wasn't the bad part. It was the taste. I don't know why. And I, and I realize as a, as a food person, you generally have to first agree with the smell in order to deal with the taste. For some reason, eggnog doesn't necessarily put me off smell-wise, but the taste does it for me. Maybe it just ends the whole thing for me. But anyway, I remember eggnog smell, cinnamon smell, things like that. On that note, by the way, I found the greatest documentary of all time uh, slash uh, TV show on Netflix for food. So if anyone's in, anyone is interested in something to fill your time uh, when you're just doing nothing, there's a great show called uh, The Final Table on Netflix, and it's awesome. It takes like everything that good cooking shows do and throws it all into one thing. If you like Anthony Bourdain's uh, Parts Unknown, or if you like uh, traditional... Um, food shows where they're, you know, cutting, what is it called? Chopped, that kind of thing, where they're eliminating people based on a dish or whatever. It kind of incorporates some of all of that stuff because it's it's really a culture, um, a world cultures show mixed with food. Um, and it also incorporates a lot of their uh, sports stars and TV stars and food critics. And, and then also the greatest chefs in the world are all kind of in this Deal. And they did a really good job of making sure that all the chefs that are involved are the top of their game. And they're the ones that you would, you know, if you're going to visit New York or you're going to visit uh, San Paulo or you're going to visit uh, Barcelona or you, you would probably be going to their restaurants if you looked at a uh, big reviewed restaurant and tried to have a great dinner or something like that. It would be the people that are actually cooking on this competition. And then the people they bring in to do the, the, the final table, uh, the final meal decision on this show, they're the elite, elite uh, cooks in their own and chefs in their own countries. Um, it's really cool. They go from uh, country to country to country and they do a traditional dish. And then uh, the master chef comes in and gives them, if you go to the final round because you have to cook for your life, um, the master chef gives you another ingredient that you have to deal with in order to make another dish and then make it through that round to continue in the competition. But it's a really cool show. I would highly recommend uh, that on Netflix right now. Um, but I wanted to make sure I threw a one more thing back together as we're in the holiday season. And just going through my own memory of the things that matter most, I think the thing, the big takeaway for me and the thing that I'm hoping for my kids is that during the holidays, we figure out not necessarily all the the little details and make sure that all the little details are right. Honestly, that stuff kind of works itself out, but that we at some point stop and enjoy the fact that we're able to do these things together with our friends and family and enjoy the fact that we are all participating in what really is, and I hate to be super cliche, uh, an incredibly beautiful life that we live. So uh, thanks for coming in. This has been one more thing. Sorry this is short, but I'm going to try my best to come back to every couple weeks or at least once a week, once every two weeks, where I'm doing some one more things. 
and uh, thanks for stopping by. I'm out. Thank you.